So you're still sniffly this morning? <laughs> well, not still. I had gotten back on the schedule of taking my 24-hour me- uh, allergy medicine and then <sighs> didn't again last night because I can't seem to... It, it's not even... It's frustrating because we keep ending up doing something when I'm supposed to take it and the girl we we have the you know the girls on on the things that they need to take mm-hmm. and send them up to get their stuff and then i just i don't grab mine and it's the problem is that that's that's it is that i don't have a secondary alarm going off for like myself later on to remind myself and like i after the just you know change of events last night i had <laughs> yeah we got a lot to talk about okay i had uh I I I used to be able to do the this thing where I would sit and I would like go okay there's like five things I have to do and I would sit there and I would tell them to myself and then I would do them no matter what order it was that I would like I would tell myself in a specific order be like okay this is what makes sense you're gonna go downstairs you're gonna fill up your water bottle you're gonna come back upstairs you're gonna make sure you feed your dog and then you're gonna turn around and do this and like it, it was always how I used to do things and mm-hmm. now I just can't for whatever fucking reason I cannot do that anymore and it's really bugging me and i wish that i could say that it's like you know i wish that i could blame a million other outside factors but literally it's the same thing that i that i keep saying is that i i'm i'm not on a routine anymore i'm not doing what i used to do everything is different (laughs) about what you know i'm getting done now between not getting up every single morning uh to get the girls up and you know not being on a schedule for myself for you know the entirety of a day i i'm sleeping in when i sleep in i'm not being strict to myself about going to bed at nine every night anymore at all there's no sense of of trying to be in bed by nine and half the time when i am in my room and like oh man okay i you know it's nine right now but i still have these things to do real quick it's like there's no rush in myself and so i'm way <laughs> down on the amount of sleep that I normally get. I did aim for like eight and a half hours of sleep and now I'm borderline getting five, six, maybe seven if I'm, you know, sleeping with you. Mm-hmm. It's just like I all the things have been have been changing and so in all of that, in not having any level of a, a schedule and then, you know, th- sitting down to eat and then when we sit down to eat we're watching you know we're watching stuff and right. so then half the time when those alarms go off that's what we're doing and it used to be super convenient because it used to be like okay we eat at six no matter what we start mm-hmm. making dinner so that six is when food is done and we did that yesterday we had food at six but then we watched two episodes of breaking bad because it's like well now we have the time <laughs> instead of being strict on ourselves and being like one episode one episode because that's what we do and then you know if we did that six o'clock eat dinner start an episode by the time seven rolls around we're done and then the girls can start on the kitchen and everything but we keep we just keep not doing that and it's it's really messing everything up for me <laughs> so yeah I, i'm trying well, and, and i mean it's not like yesterday I didn't have two things going on how's roxy this morning uh, she good she's good right yeah she didn't she didn't throw up or anything last night yeah so you want to talk about that weird series of events <laughs> uh well okay so day before yesterday we had people over and uh 
we had them over from lunchtime to the end of the day and uh i had no idea that they were going to be here that long it was just it was just a miscommunication and so uh i got up that morning and i had let roxy out and we you know we're chilling outside for a few minutes and then i brought her inside and then i mowed the lawn um and then I came back inside and then we were trying to work out and it just it, mm-hmm. everything was getting interrupted so I gave up on sitting in there and waiting. I did uh my little blip and then I was like, "Well, I mowed the lawn. That's <laughs> pretty much a pretty and if for anybody that may think like uh, it, you're mowing the lawn, like no, our <laughs> our oh, front no. yard has this steep hill you, that uh, if uh, you don't yeah. have the core strength and the right shoes on uh you're either gonna lose a lawnmower or you're gonna lose a leg <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. if you let go of the lawnmower it's gonna roll into the street and if you decide that you're gonna hold on to the lawnmower but you start falling then you're gonna lose a leg because it's gonna slip on the lawnmower and so, then that's gonna fall in the street <laughs> yeah so, so, so yeah it's not it's not an easy task it's it's one of those either you're pushing the lawnmower down the hill and then yoinking it back up which is a workout in and of itself mm-hmm. or you're trying to mow the lawn on a slope by going sideways on the slope which is also a workout in and of itself because you have to push it up the hill to keep it in a straight line so either way you're, you're working yourself out mowing the lawn um only if it's in the front though but uh but yeah no so she wasn't outside at all um until later on that day uh because i after you know we gave up on working out i went back up into my room and she was just chilling with me in there and then uh went and you texted me about lunch and so i was like oh okay i'll come down and i got dressed and everything met everybody and we sat down for lunch then got the girls and we were talking with them the whole time and then you needed your card so we came i came to the store and then we were at the store for a little bit and then we came back home made dinner we started drinking having a good time with these people ate dinner watched uh, the boys with them and then you know they started getting ready to to go and then they they left and you know we went to bed after i i let roxy or when they were here roxy was let out um but it was she was right with me all the whole time all the way down to you know getting to the backyard because they had they had a small child and roxy is still trying to learn not to jump on people when she's super excited and so uh, she w- I had her by her collar all the way to the backyard, so there was no sense of, like, she got away from me. And then uh, when you needed your card, I, I offered to-, to bring it to you because it was Nikki's friend. Right. So I didn't want to have Nikki go and just leave her. <laughs> so I was like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll-, I'll bring the card to him. And uh, but you know, when, if you guys come inside, like feel free to just put Roxy away because I know that you know it's a lot, and especially because I didn't have her bed downstairs, so you can't like tell her you know go lay in your bed because and even then she doesn't stay half the time, so it's just like yeah, you can put her away. And what we're assuming happened is that when Nikki went to go put her away because Roxy likes to run up the stairs and be up there you know two seconds before other people, is that at some point. Um, that before, before you, no, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Now that I think about it, because no, it you didn't ask for your water until after. Yep. So. Somehow, some way Rex got a hold of something that the cats did it. The cats are conspiring. They were trying to take her out. It was some, a cat hit squad. Yeah, somehow she got a hold of either chocolate or something else that just wasn't good for her because literally she was she was being watched the entire time and before we were thinking like oh man you know one of the girls had to have like kicked a piece of the chocolate that you put on the floor out of the room but that doesn't even make any sense because 
that you didn't ask for any uh, for either one of them to go into your room until after you they they were home and that she was upstairs again and in her crate before they were home yeah so that is yeah no idea it it's a mystery it's a freaking mystery and it was you know really frustrating and it's you know whatever <laughs> but it she started uh uh yesterday morning after getting up uh I woke up and then went into my room because I slept had slept with you and I went into my room and she had pooped and pissed in her crate. And I was like, what? Seriously? Like, I let you out before we went to bed last night. Like, and you've never done this before. And it was rank. But I was just mad at that point. I was like, really? I get to start my day off with cleaning up your crate. And so I cleaned it up. And I let her outside and I put her back. And when she went outside, she was, you know, fine. She went pee again and then she came back inside. And then uh, came into your room, we recorded, and then uh, I went back in there, and she had pooped in her crate again. And I was like, are you serious? And I was like, what even, <laughs> what the heck? Like, I was, I was, again, just frustrated. And so I was like, okay, well, I have to get dressed <laughs> for before I do literally anything else. And so I was going to put on, you know, real pants and she kept like licking her lips and it was making me like what the, what are you doing so i kept peering around the corner to look at her and she would just stare at me and um you know went back and then i heard mm-hmm. it again i was looking at her again and she just stared at me and i was like what are you doing and she's just staring at me and i was like okay and then i went back and like because i my thought was that, like she was eating her poop because like i just seeing poop in her crate going i need to get dressed first and then not seeing her and hearing her lick her lips i was about to be real mad but like she yeah. was doing that and I went back and went to go, you know, put my pants on. And then she did it again. And then I literally turned the corner right as she just regurgitated an insane amount of liquid. And it wasn't like she was throwing up food or anything. And it wasn't like she was throwing up. She didn't heave. She just regurgitated just right there. And it was a lot. And I was like, what? Okay. So this is not just like, like something's wrong. Because it's it, the, the first sign was like, okay, you never poop in your crate. It, it, at all like it just she right. doesn't do it she's very good about that she's very very amazingly crate trained the only issue i have is she get when she gets bored she likes to just chew anything in her vicinity not the chew toys that are provided for her not the treats that are provided for her she'll find something else to chew it's like that's it so it's like this is like super abnormal and i just thought like you know maybe she just really needed to poop for some reason like she didn't poop yesterday when we were outside and i was just like irritated by it but no she was it it was her poop doesn't stink that bad and it was very rank and then she threw up and i was like okay nope something is wrong and so i asked nikki to help because i can't with vomit it's always how i've been Um, you have metaphobia yeah so so yeah it just and I'm I'm trying to get better at it. <laughs> it's like when she regurgitates, like because she'll burp and throw up water that she just downed a lot. <laughs> it's like her favorite thing to do to me. Yeah. She'll go and down some water because she was outside running around. She'll sit there drink, 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 and then turn around and look at me and they'll burp. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm like, I can clean that up, no issue. But this, I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't. And so uh, I asked Nikki to help, and she helped the entire time. And I was very grateful because I literally I was trying really hard not to have a breakdown about it because she I, I was scared because I was like, what what happened? Like you literally didn't eat anything besides your dinner. What, what could possibly like? What did you get a hold of? Like, and that's what just that's what was so frustrating about it. Is that I have no idea now. 
but we still have the case of this missing chocolate square. Yeah. So it's like that's the only thing that makes sense, but we still have no idea how she got it because your door was closed and she was under watchful eyes the entire time. Yeah. So either way, it's just it's really weird. But somehow she had to have gotten chocolate because everything like she I, you know, got her out, made her drink some water, and then Nikki took out, you know, the mass of gross mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh put her back in her crate. And then literally in the time between uh, the the five minutes from drinking that water and then getting back in her crate, she just regurgitated that little bit of water again. And so I was getting really worried, and I was like, I oh, I can't. We have to still record, and we have to like figure all this out. And so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna you know clean this up real quick, and then I'm going to go back into the room. We're gonna record, and then I'm gonna go check on you again. And that's what we did. And sure enough, when I went back in there, she had thrown up, thrown up, thrown up again, and yeah. also pooped again. And I was just like, I okay and so I was really freaking out now and then uh the girls had gotten home and so what I did was I was like okay I don't want her to just be locked in here stinking up the room and just being stuck in it because I can't Mm -hmm. be here right at this moment and so I asked Lily to do her homework outside and just have Roxy outside because you know I couldn't tell you know from her being in the room if her mannerisms were going to be different or not she was just, you know, thought she was in trouble the whole time because I was mad the first time. So she thought that she was in trouble for everything after that. And so I was like, you know, you're you're fine. Let's, you know, get her outside. Um, Lily made her drink some water when she got out there. She didn't poop again. And then she didn't uh, vomit again. Like, she didn't just immediately turn around and vomit the water up in five minutes. She, what she had done was she ate grass. And so it was a foamy, grassy, gross little bleb on the ground. And I was like, okay, you know, and I made her drink water again when I had gone out there. And uh, waited five, ten minutes, and she was fine. And so I was like, okay, so just make sure she doesn't eat any more grass, because I think that's what did it this last time. So she may be done, whatever was in her system may be out. And it seems like it now, because she still hasn't, um, she still hasn't thrown up. I, I was, again, like, because of how bad it was smelling and the fact that I needed to get sleep, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait to give you breakfast, and I'm going to give you a softer breakfast. I'm going to make her some scrambled eggs and put some spinach in it and basically a little bit of the the meat that we made for the dogs so she has a softer more you know nutritious Mm -hmm. (laughs) breakfast for herself that's you know easier on her stomach um we'll water it down it's gonna look horrible but it'll be better for her and then um hopefully you know we'll see and i'm just gonna spend you know this next couple of hours or even if it's just you know an hour outside working on the garden just so I can be out there and she can be out there in case she does not be able. And then I, if, if she doesn't keep this down, then I'm, I'm calling the vet, but it seems like she's fine. She has not vomited since. So hopefully, (laughs) and I, cause yeah, if she does again, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And, and I've dealt with enough. I mean, this is how upsetting it is. I've dealt with enough, um, dog poisoning incidents mm-hmm. with uh, chocolate because I have daughters who when they were young loved to give the dogs treats and leave things out and um, that my dog I, I know what I'm what I'm looking for so when I'd asked you you're like yep that's it that's I, I identified exactly what she was doing what it looked like and everything else and that the smell was the smell and uh, you were like yeah I was like yeah that's what it is so the good news is like I think towards the end of last night that she was 
good to go. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay. No, and then that, that was the biggest reason that it was like, okay, like she can't be sick because she's not vomiting. Right. That's a very big difference between dog vomiting and regurgitating. And maybe oh, she yeah. vomited the first time, but it still, like, there was no heaving. And that's the thing is that you you have to take that into account when you're thinking about, you know, my dog is sick. They're just, if they're not heaving, and we've w- witnessed mm-hmm. when the, when either Sky and Jack do it, and Roxy hasn't done that. Like, she, you know, if, if every single time that she has expelled liquids from herself, and that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, is that she completely digested her food, and her food was coming out in her poop. She was just completely regurgitating everything. Yeah. So it there was no there was no warning. It was literally she just was licking her lips because her nose was running because she was about to throw up, and then it was just blech. like there was no sitting there for you know five minutes with the sound that horrible sound that everybody knows like that's throwing up yep. <laughs> and she wasn't doing that so that was the only like okay like she, so she's not sick and then the you know obvious uh add-on to that is that when we did take her outside she was running around like normal she was super excited to see everybody was like she wanted me to throw her toys she wanted to have a good old time when she was out there so it's like okay so she she wasn't she wasn't sick but she wasn't, you know, okay, obviously. But it was like, that was the only thing that was keeping me calm. Because it was like, okay, there's a difference between throwing up and regurgitating. I know that that's what she's doing. So she's just not keeping anything down. But she's not having, you know, a, a tough time getting it out. So hopefully, <laughs> it's like, so that's, you know, the biggest sign that your dog is just something. Their, their body is saying, no, you had something bad. You can't, you you know, it's not a sign. It's a sign of sickness or disease if they're actually vomiting constantly. And that's not what she was doing. So it was like, okay, you know, and yeah, she, she was able to be inside yesterday and it's just, it's frustrating because it's another, you know, it's another one of those, you know, where everybody has been slacking on the cleanliness of the house. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. a year ago, this would have never been a problem. We would have never had to worry about her eating anything off of the ground that wasn't, you know, safe for her because we always had the house clean. But now we're just, you know, we're doing so many different things now. And there's never a day where everybody's just, you know, really sitting around doing nothing all day. Right. That it's just, you know, things we're not spending because we're, we don't have so much free time that it's like, well, well, you know, I'm bored. What do I do? Let's clean something. Like, we're not doing that anymore. Every time we have free time, it's like, oh, my God, free time. <laughs> so we're taking advantage of that. So, yeah, no, it it was a big old fiasco. And it's seeming like she's fine. I'll obviously update in the afternoon um, if she was able to keep the breakfast down. But, yeah, no, just <laughs> in insanity going on. And then, yeah, on top of that, we have a, you know, one of those mostly strangers, but we, you know, interacted with them enough every single time that we well, went out to eat. So let, <laughs> let's let's go through, through this to understand is, you know, the question is, how close are you to your waiter? <laughs> right. And uh, let, let's just let's let's just get started here. So. Good morning, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. Now, normally we talk about our international days, and we'll probably have time for like one um, this morning, so I'll let you pick on that one. But yeah, so last night I get a text, and now we have a restaurant that we go to, and we go to it on a regular basis. I'm not going to say the restaurant, because then it's too easy to figure out who this is. And I know we have some local listeners, but we have a restaurant that we go to and we most of the restaurants that we go to, we end up becoming pretty good friends with the people there. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. I would say, honestly, probably six restaurants, the owners and at least half their staff are our friends. Yeah. And 
And so, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, that's just, that's, that's the way we are by nature. Right. Um, and in that it's like, Hey, we should hang out. We should be, and we're not those people who say we should hang out and then never hang out. We're those people who say we should hang out and then make the date for it. Cause dang it. We said we should hang out <laughs> type situation. So, um, so one of the servers, uh, became friends and we were, was like, Hey, I, I want to hang out now. My thought was, oh, okay. He wants to hang out. And, and, and just over the amount of time that we've known them, um, with their spouse and everything, I've been, um, I, I kind of feel for people and I, and I generally put people with, there's a motive behind it, whatever. Everybody's got a motive for everything. Right. So gave him my number and texted back and forth and there was a time I was going to go hang out and then one thing led to another and just didn't happen it was like no big deal it's like I've got one guy I've been talking to since before we moved here you know who is just now getting ready to come over and hang out this weekend so um and you know so it was like okay cool this is all going on everything else and then I get the text from him you know last night it's like hey um, who's the cheapest motel around here? And do you know if there's anybody that's like got free room, you know, a free ho uh, hotel room and my brain goes, mm, okay, he's, you know, angling what the heck's going on. So come to find out, you know, um, him and his wife right now are separated and I'm like, okay. And so I talked to the whole house and I have, and that's not an easy thing to do. You don't just sit, simply go, Hey guys, let's sit around the dining table in our house because two of our house members are outside of the house and mm -hmm. it's like, and it affects everybody. And, and I've still got to be a dad, a husband, a boyfriend, and you know, a responsible friend and person. And so I go, all right, get him out. And it's like, I, I, luckily it was a text. He didn't just show up at the door cause that would have made things like that much worse mm -hmm. or that much harder to do deal with. So I get everybody and I say, Hey, um, so he needs a place to stay for a couple of days. Now the, we have a guest bedroom that's been a grow room for the last four months. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's like, so we have the facilities except that single guy, well, not single married, but separating from his wife. And I, and my, my daughter's room is down. One of my daughter's rooms is downstairs right there in the front, right next to it. And that's like, I, I don't care how much I know somebody. I'm never going to put my daughter in that situation because I would never forgive myself if anything happened. And I would never forgive myself if I ever let that kind of victimization happen. If I didn't do everything that was due diligent to that. And you cannot sneak up our stairs. It doesn't happen. <laughs> especially if you're in our guest room because we have pocket doors and other doors you're not getting through. So, you know, there's no quiet around. So we know this stuff. And it was like, and so, you know, said to everybody, I'm like, Hey, this is who it is. And everybody knows who he is. And everybody's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, and say, Hey, but here's the sacrifice. We're number one, only gonna be like three days. We're going to do like fish. Right. And then, on top of that, I need everybody to know that, you know, um, that Tabby's going to have to go upstairs and Tabby's going to be in your room, Lily. And it was like, OK. And everybody was still OK with it. And then it was like, OK, now I have to I have to get a hold of Amy. And this is before I've ever talked to him at this point. 
right? And made the offer or anything. And so said, you know, okay, Amy, what do you think? And Amy's like, well, I think I'm going to be home tomorrow. And it's like, okay, I got a drop in San Antonio. And if they can't find me a good run, then I was like, yeah, just take the weekend. It's like, I get it. Okay. So, you know, so they're there that, so that was there, but then Amy and Keisha were both, they were like, yeah, that's okay. And you know, Keisha's like, well, what about Anna? Well, Anna's in the back of the house. And unless you know where she is, you know, and can traverse through the doors that she's able to secure herself up. No, you know, it's like, okay. And, and Anna's not exactly small and, you know, quiet. So, so yeah, it's, it's like, it's a situation. And then we also, throughout the house, we have a, a lady Google is what we call her. Because if we say lady Google an emergency, um, you know, or announcements or anything, uh, we'll notify the whole damn house. So you, you're <laughs> they're just, you know, so I was like, okay, so everybody was good. So then I told him like, yeah, just come on over. And it's like, you know where my house is parking in the North lot and park, you know, and park there. And, and he's like, are you sure? So it's like, yeah. And I was like, but it's only gonna be for a few days. So he came over last night and you know, some, when, when we have our national days for our morning podcast, you know, we're like, yeah, it's, most of the time we'll record it the night before that way, you know, we don't get behind. Like right now, you, if you guys are listening to this podcast, when we first launched it, um, it's a little behind. So, but we, we try to keep things on a schedule as much as possible. And, you know, really there's only two and a half of us because sometimes Nikki's helping and things like that, but you know, running this whole thing and it's not small for what we're doing when you have a family of eight and now to realize that this coming, you know, tomorrow, there could be nine, there could be nine people in this house, um, you know, which I don't, we haven't done that. That hasn't happened. That's, this is going to be the most. And so it's like, okay, so, but he came over last night and we talked and, uh, you know, he's got a lot of stuff going on and, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into his personal life here, obviously on our podcast, cause that's not the way that it works. But, you know, we are people who, especially if we know somebody and we like them and they're in a situation, we want to help. And that's the way that we are. But we're also shrewd in that we take care of everybody. I, I slept very light last night um, and woke up multiple times because if I hear an errant noise, I wake up. And one of them ended up being that there is was a train going by and I could tell that one of the tra- one of the stinking uh, axles on the train, I could hear it specifically it was clunking and it wasn't the normal clunk clunk when they go over the space between the rails. It was a and it was like and the only reason I knew it was a train was because I could hear the squeaking behind it for the the brake pad. So that was. Uh, so it was a rough night. Definitely haven't gotten enough sleep yet, you know, and uh, he's got to leave it in, in like three hours from now to get himself ready and go to work. And it's like, okay. And I was like, well, here you are. And everything else the guy lost it, lost it last night. Just was like blown away that, you know, we would do that. And I don't know what he was expecting when he walked through the door, but he walked through the door and just gawked. <laughs> so, which is kind of the normal reaction we get from people. They walk in and go, Oh, <laughs> like the inside of the house doesn't match the outside of the house. It's like, well, duh, we're restoring and we're restoring from the inside out. So yeah, we desperately need to get that chandelier back 
down because like, oh, yeah. we now had like four different people come over and they're like, oh, that's a great chandelier. And I was like, yeah, you can barely see it from here, but yeah, you know, no. thanks. <laughs> you know what? Remind me today at some point we can go ahead and do that. So it's it's just it's a delicate chandelier. So it's like, but yeah, we d- we'll definitely do that. So with that, uh, what do we have for what national day did you pick today? Uh, <laughs> well, we'll do something that I think is hilarious that this is what we have. Okay. <laughs> Because we have so much that we have to get done today, just today alone, mm-hmm. which is, um, it's going to amaze me if we get it all done, but it's National I Am In Control Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so National I Am In Control Day on March 30th reminds us of a day when things were quite out of control. So with the president being rushed to surgery on a rainy afternoon, a bullet launched in his lung, a statement was made. As of now, I am in control here in the White House. Those are the words of Secretary of State Alexander Haig on March 30th, 1981, after the assassination attempt on President Ronald Reagan. He was taken to task for those words by the media. Haig later explained that he only meant that he was in charge until Vice President George Bush could be sworn in. Bush was en route at the time. Sources believe that this was the beginning of National I Am In Control Day. This has been, this has evolved and taken on a different context. It is a day to get things under control in your life on a day-to-day basis. So to observe National I Am In Control Day, take a break for a minute and evaluate your situation. Sometimes we can only take charge of the things we are in control over. Everything else we have to let go. Start using a daily planner or declutter. Make lists. Tackle one project at a time. Learn organizational skills. Ask for help. Talk with someone or feel confident in your own decisions. Mm -hmm. So take charge of the things you can control one by one today. Yeah. Which is one of those things that's like, we could do it. We can. We have to record our afternoon and Mm -hmm. then we have to get, you know, stuff done. (laughs) Like, we have to be able to go. If they're going to be home for the weekend, I want them to be able to, you know, enjoy them t- their time here at the house we're gonna have a truck here that i'm gonna have to go over with a fine-tooth comb we're gonna probably have to send the girls out to clean you've got we you know i i don't care about the farmer's market opening this weekend but i care about the farmer's market opening <laughs> this weekend and it's like so we gotta be the fir- we're always there first day mm-hmm. no matter what we're always yeah. there and if you know amy and keisha are here we'll just you know everybody surprise everybody even yeah. more when all of us are still in harmony when we have to pull up in two separate vehicles because that's the way that it's going to go. So, but, uh, you know, yeah, we, we have so much to get done. And I literally, like, you know, tomorrow's payday. And the, the good news is, you know, even because this week's going to be crap. This week's going to be garbage. We're going to end up going behind on our finances. But because they've had two weeks of actual uh, positive runs, I'll be caught up on our bill, all of our bills. So yeah, we're not going to be going out and going and doing a bunch of stuff, but at least we'll be in a place where they can be home for four days and relax a little bit. And you know, or three days, whichever it is, it's whatever it's going to end up being. So, but, uh, they'll be able to go home, be home, you know, maybe have Amy. (laughs) I may put Amy in the seat just for a little podcast moment. Um, for her, I, you know, I think that would mean something to her and I don't blame her on that. And then, you know, we, but I've got, you know, I've been working on the website an hour here, an hour there, but I've got to be able to sit down and crank out on that. And so I'm looking at that and just trying to get our social media up and, you know, it just, it, it is what it is. Everything is just kind of crazy and there's a lot of stuff. And then you got a lot of stuff you're doing. Like, what do you got going on just that, off the top of your head that you can think about that you need to get done today? Um, today? Yeah. <laughs> I have we to say get today and tomorrow, wood. but yeah. 
I have to get the wood cut. The girls for the or for the garden club, they desperately need the trellises oh, now. Yeah. And so I have to get that set up and I have to go there and build those today. I can't not do that again, which means that, mm-hmm. you know, everybody everybody's day is gonna get disrupted because you I have to you have to take me because I can't take that wood yeah. in seven. <laughs> no, well there you go. So, so now, now I've got that with that juggle too. But I'll I'll um I don't know if Nikki works today, but um, if you, if she doesn't, then I'm just gonna have you follow me in seven so that I can. Oh man, yeah, because I'll have to take you there, run back home, um, and work on stuff that I have to get done here, and not leave people alone in the house. You know, the, all all the fun stuff. So, yeah, we got a lot to do. So good times, good times. And with that, we hope you guys get a lot, have a lot to do, and you're able to get it done today too. So, you know. You're in control today. That's all you got to think about is it should be a good mantra for anybody. So yeah, no matter what, make yourself a list and get it done. Because yeah. that's been, like I said, the hardest thing for me now. Don't don't make a list of things that you're not going to get done. Stick with things that you know you have to get done and get those things done. Don't make a list of 50 things that are like, oh, it'd be nice if I got a lot of this done today. Mm-hmm. Make intentions. Set your intentions in the morning get it done as much as it's weird everybody says that it'll set your intention for the day like they say it at the end of all of your like morning yoga things and all that it's it's cheesy but it's true set your Mm -hmm. actual intention for the day even if that intention is i'm gonna get shit the fuck done today then that's your intention for the day which is what ours is there's a couple of things that are like no matter what this has to be done like the dirt and (laughs) the trellising for the school and then you know just a couple of things for the garden here because again only tuesdays and thursdays we gotta get dirt for the school today or for us or do we have to do we have to get more dirt are we good there I for me in particular I don't have anything like right now but I still would like some of the compost because oh, yeah. some of the some of the plants I can't use that mix for like I can use that mix for corn perfectly fine well, potatoes will be perfectly weeks, fine so that won't like, be until like next Tuesday okay well either yeah. way I need to trellis okay. and see what they do have a mm-hmm. couple of those planters that we have out there are going to go to the school because it was like I said I can't use them mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. um. And I think it only amounted to being like maybe even one of them, but either way, nonetheless, just, yeah, yeah, gotta no, gotta do some transportation of things to the school. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's gonna be a lot, no matter what. It's gonna be a lot. So, but we're gonna do it. Yeah. I know that we can. We I'm will. gonna drink my cold brew coffee. Would you like some? <laughs> I very much would, very much would. And I, I I realize that means that we're not working out today, but I do not want to get out of the habit of it. So I don't think that it'll be that bad okay i'm well, sure we could squeeze work out into there i was gonna say because I, I know it's upper body day and i want upper body workout <clears throat> no it's not today's today's thursday it's a full body hit oh no no it's not <laughs> <laughs> well you, you couldn't do it yesterday huh that's said you couldn't do it yesterday I, yeah, so we didn't I, mm, do okay. a whole lot well uh, with that said we'll argue off uh <laughs> anyway but uh Thank you so much for joining us on the Morning Grind on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.